I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was it was 15 seconds. It was short. It was I love that ad. 100% to be faking people out. Good. Hated that so much. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day, especially when you can start it off by listening to episode number 137 of the Promo Front Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, let's call him the Baron of Big Game Advertising, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, as you can probably see, if you're watching this, um, I'm actually recording this from home. I'm, I'm a little bit under the weather. You can probably hear from my voice, a little bit of sniffles, a little bit of cough, but I'm hoping one more day of not being a personal super spreader will help me feel a little bit better. So I'm on the mend. How about you, buddy? Well, I'm sorry to hear that you're sick. I'm doing well. Just you know, real busy right now. Busy, we don't like that word, but it does apply right now. A lot of good things at Brandovit, a lot of good things at Promocation. So uh, not no complaints uh, whatsoever. I mean, I'm kind of fired up and it got, you know, that, that feeling I had this morning got me to thinking, you know, Kirby, let me ask you a question. Yep. What if we amped up the podcast right now, right out of the gate? Wow. I mean, yeah, well, well wonder no more, Kirby, because we're going to do exactly <laughs> That, that's right, our sponsor today is none other than Promo Pulse, and they'd like every distributor listening, not not some, not half, not most, every single distributor listening to ask themselves one simple question, is your marketing working? That's right, very simple question. Uh, if you can't enthusiastically answer with a hell yes, then it's time to reach out to our pals over at Promo Pulse. They have a, have a fabulous have had fabulous results for their distributor partners. Hell, don't take my word for it. Here's a customer testimonial from Kim Hamlin at American Solutions for Business. She says, one of my goals in 2023 was to ramp up my email marketing and social media efforts as a way to educate my clients on new products and current trends. However, I really needed a turnkey solution to make this easy for me. AMP from Promo Pulse has been the perfect solution. The content they curate, curate, Let's try that again. The content they curate and send on my behalf makes me look like a rock star. New leads and orders were generated the very first week. Give them a try. You won't be disappointed. Now, Kirby, that's a testimonial when uh, orders are generated right out of the gate. Yeah, and I think I think that the, the key point there is most of us are really busy, as you attested to earlier, and it's like we know we should be doing something, but it's really hard to get ourselves in the habit of doing it. Yeah consistently and amp takes that out for you it really it really is a tool that i think everybody should consider yeah absolutely couldn't have said it better myself so if you want to see those same results as kim from american solutions for business from that turnkey solution that allows you to amplify your sales through stunningly gorgeous outbound marketing that's so easy you can customize it you set it and you forget it in five minutes head over to promopulse.io slash amp you will not be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, 
I, I do have to say this today. You're under the weather. I want to thank you personally for having the courage to podcast this morning. You're playing a little hurt. Uh, you have the upfront section. What would you like to talk about? <laughs> yeah, this is an easy one, right? So the, as you mentioned, the big game was uh, uh, last Sunday. And um, by the way, super game. Uh, I, Great game. I, I didn't have a dog. It was a super bowl. Yeah, it really was. I didn't have a dog in the fight. It was really fun to watch two great teams that I thought were great all year. I thought they were the two teams yeah. that should have been in the Super Bowl. It was exciting yeah. to see it. And, you know, there's nothing better than one of those games that comes down to the end. Um, yeah. And so that was cool. But you and I, I think, and a lot of the folks who listen to this podcast also watch the game. We watch a lot of the Super Bowl commercials. And so uh, you and I, you had reached out. We always cover this, so this isn't a big surprise. Yeah. But I like the way you broke it down. You said we we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the WTF. Uh, and so I I like that. And so I don't know how you want to handle it. You want to like kind of go good first or WTF first? Sure. Let's Which, go with good first. Good first. Okay. All right. I'll give you. A, I, I I. So what I did was I I came up with three. I know we talked about two. Just in case we had some overlap. Um. And so I'll I'll go first. All right. So. Probably my favorite ad, not only from a, you know, it was, I think, entertaining, but also made me want the product was mm -hmm. the Dodge Ram EV ad, which was okay. clearly a take, uh, you know, a kind of a uh, making fun of all the ED ads that are on every mm -hmm. other commercial, it feels like, um, talking about the idea that, you know, you, you don't have enough charge, um, you right. start, you stop. And so, A, I thought it was funny. B, I have a truck and I have a Dodge Ram and I'm actually interested in getting an EV. So I'm, I mean, I am the target market for that, but I thought, ooh, coming in 20, it said late 2024. I'm like, that is a shame because I would be in the market for that right now. I thought it was good. So that particular commercial did not make the good, the bad, or the WTF. It was just so just, it was fine. It, it it was it was like uh, okay it it was one of those things from my perspective it just went a little too long and playing up the whole EV versus ED yeah. uh, thing it was cute it was fine but to me it was not memorable but I'm not in the market for a, a Dodge EV nor do I own a Dodge truck so maybe maybe it just went over my my balding head I don't know okay fair enough what's what's yours my number one good I, to me this one absolutely won the Super Bowl. The Tubi ad faking people out. I thought that was great. And I'll tell you, so I noticed immediately, because you know me well enough, you've known me for 20 years. I am good to notice the most minute thing instantly. I'm very good at that. And I noticed immediately when they went back, I'm like, why is why did they change their clothes, the commentators? And then I saw the whole Tubi thing. And I'm like, oh, I wonder how many people were faked out by that. And quite a few people were. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was it was 15 seconds. It was short. It was I love that ad. 100 percent Tubi faking people out. Good. Hated that so much. Uh wow. Come on. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, so it was funny because I think most people are watching the Super Bowl kind of within a group, right? And so, and I think that's in that way it was it was very creative. But I was across the room, thankfully. Otherwise, I'd have been grabbing. You know, I have a grandson running around, and right. 
desperately wants to grab the remote control. And so I immediately right. started looking around for where Quincy was. Uh, and then I kind of was fairly quick on the uptake to figure out that it was a fake, but I'm like, that just pissed me off. <laughs> what, well, do you have Tubi? No. So you don't even, why would you even think about it then? If you don't have Tubi. Because I didn't know it was a Tubi ad, which goes to my what? point that it was dumb because I was like, no. I, I just like, oh, somebody's screwing with the, the remote control. So, no, it was awesome. Like, oh. It was awesome. All right, next, your next good one, Kirby. All right, mine. This is fun because I love that we're disagreeing on these. We usually yeah. totally agree. So I'm, I, I actually, yeah. uh, I loved, 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 loved the Miller Lite, Coors Light, Blue Moon amalgamation um yep number one i just thought immediately it got my attention because i'm like ooh, that this is this never happens where brands kind of are kind of going uh together and then kind of fake going against each other yep and then i actually thought it was brilliant because 6.5 million dollars except was probably about two million dollars per brand because all of those yeah. are open are owned by the same company right I, it that got my attention i thought it was attention getting and uh yeah i thought that one was really really good that did make my good list it wasn't super high on the good list but it wasn't the good list so we initially said we we're going to do two good two yeah. bad two wtfs i just kind of ended up putting them all in there and ranked them because i i clearly wanted to yeah sure. um i thought it was good i liked the fact that they wedged three specific brands that some people may not realize are actually all owned by Miller Coors. Yeah. Coors has owned Blue Moon for hell 20 years. Yeah. And then when Miller and Coors merged, obviously they, they own all those brands. So I liked it from that perspective because you don't see Coke and Pepsi getting together on an ad. So right, right. I did like that quite a bit. So one of the ones that I might, my second favorite one, and I'm going to get barbecued for this. Okay. Is I loved, and it was at the end of the Super Bowl. Okay. I loved John Travolta, the yeah. T-Mobile ad where they did a re uh, remake of Summer Lovin' from Greece. I, first of all, I'm a sucker for that song. Yep. I like the movie. I'm that's fine. Say about whatever that says about me, it says about me, but I love it. And I thought Travolta played it up perfectly. I thought the the whole ad was great. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Okay, so that would be on my good list, but kind of like you, uh it was it was fine. Uh and I did like Travolta. Honestly, it made me a little bit uh, nostalgic for Olivia Newton-John. Like I literally, it, it almost mm -hmm. kind of made, it, it, it pulled at my heart. I, I'm still mm -hmm. trying to figure out why the Scrubs guys were in it. I know that they're the T-Mobile people. So it was yeah. good. And I liked the the tie-in and I thought that the rewriting of the lyrics was fun. So I'll, I'll go with that one. That was good. All right. What's your third good one? You said you had three. Okay. So I actually really liked the Pepsi, uh, sugar-free or whatever it was, Ben Stiller and Steve Martin. There were two different yeah. ones. I, I kind of liked the Ben Stiller one a little bit better. Now, again, consider my bias. I knew in advance that yeah. those were done by VaynerMedia. I'm a big fan of VaynerMedia, but I thought the idea of the call to action by they're saying, Hey, is it, you know, all these endorsements, is it, is it really a good product or is it acting? Yeah. The only way you can find out is try for yourself. I thought that was fun. Yeah, I that was that uh, didn't make any of my lists. Um, sadly, in and I love uh, I, I have a man crush on Steve Martin. I think he is an absolute genius. And I have the same feelings for Ben Stiller. I thought they were done. They were fine. They yeah. were just fine. Yep. So not bad, not good, just eminently forgettable, in my opinion. Okay, but I, the message was good. It wasn't, you know, not not breaking anybody of the coals. It's, it's hard to impress people on the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, for sure. 
All right, let's go with the bad. Now, I'll go ahead and start this section yeah, if that's please. okay. The Serena Mar- Williams, Remy Martin ad where she gave some sort of weird pep talk. A, it was a minute long and that felt like an hour. And B, it had zero tie-in to Remy Martin. It didn't make any sort of sense to me. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Get off my couch and like, yeah, man, put, put me in, coach. Let's go. It was the dumb, so dumb. It wasn't, a, I didn't, I wasn't confused by it. That's the WTF section. This is just bad. What a waste of money that was. Uh, so you're going to hear about that one again from me. Um, it didn't make my uh, bad list, but I, I'm with you on that one. Um, apparently, okay. I found out later that that was a, the speech from Al Pacino in any given Sunday. I didn't know that. when I, listening to it. I guess I, I was so annoyed. I was hoping someone would grab my remote and change it to Tubi uh, while that commercial was going on. Yeah. All right. All right. So what's your, next, what's your first bad one? My bad one is Duncan, the Duncan ad with Ben Affleck. Oh, come on. What? I was just, I was just like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? I didn't get it. I like, no, I didn't. I, that did not make me want so, to go get any Duncan. Duncan is a very Boston thing, and I love, I love anytime uh, they do Boston people who from Boston like accentuate that accent. It's so distinctive. I thought Affleck was great in it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was uh, it. It made me laugh. It was right out of the gate. I thought J Lo at the end, you know, give me a glaze. I thought it was funny. I liked it. So actually, it was in my good category. So yeah, you're I, completely I wrong with, on that one. I was with J-Lo in that one and said, what are you doing here? It didn't make any sense. It was funny. All right. My next bad one. The Doritos Triangle. Again, another commercial that lasted way too long. The joke wasn't funny to begin with. And then you doubled down on it. You tripled down on it. You quadrupled down on it. You quintupled down on it. It kept going and going and going. And you're talking to someone who is no stranger to beating a joke into the ground. I do it myself. But usually, there at least is a, a modicum of comedy and humor in it. I thought this was dumb. It made zero sense to me. Didn't like it at all. Uh, not on my list, but I agree. Um, and I think partially because I'm like, I always love the Doritos ads. And so this one didn't land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Clueless. Uh, yep, that with- was on my bad list. Alicia Silverstone. Um, yeah. I'll tell you how, why it's bad. Um, number one, if you didn't understand that that was a movie, they didn't really tie that in. And number two, yeah. I don't remember what it was for. Yeah, I it was for Rakuten because I wrote it down because I had it on my bad list as well. Rakuten is like some sort of online discount shopping spree situational store um again i didn't i didn't watch the movie clueless when it first came out i've never seen it i knew the characters slightly um but that one was was bad my last bad one in this hurts my billy salt and potato loving heart the pringles ad was really stupid um that everybody gets their hands stuck in a can in their big celebrity reveal megan trainer I'm all about that base, about that base. Okay, what is this? Uh 2015? Okay. Uh, terrible celebrity tie-in. Again, it, it just was dumb. I, I I have big, big hands. Trust me. 
they don't get stuck in the Pringles can. I am <laughs> fine eating my Pringles. So I didn't like that one. That was my third bad one. Yeah. In, and in then Rakuten. Yeah. Uh, my final uh, there would be the one from Workday. Um, I don't know why, but it irritated me. I can call people rock stars if I want to. Paul Stanley can suck it. I like I I uh, that's one of the things. If you watch Delivering Marketing Joy, that's one of the ways that I yeah. introduce my guests. Like yeah. I I I think in a and I think that the 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 you know the on the nose joke is that we're telling everybody that they can't say this and they can't say that because everybody's offended by everything. And if that's yeah. the joke, I mean, I guess I get that. But I'm like, you don't get to tell me if I who I call a rock star. Yeah, so that that one made me just profoundly sad. Right. Um, just how bad people look. Uh, Joan Jett obviously has had some some plastic surgery, and that's her prerogative. But it makes her look very bizarre. You know, Ozzy given yeah, yeah. Ozzy given his recent announcement because of his Parkinson's, he can't really tour anymore. And so seeing him in that state, Paul Stanley, you know, his makeup hides a multitude of sins. I'm sure. It just made me sad. And, and and so I will say the second I saw the commercial and I knew it was coming, made me think of you. Um, because yeah, that is one of your you know, your ways of introducing people. And I'm like, I bet Kirby does not like this at yeah. all. Yeah, they didn't look like rock stars to me. So you don't get to tell all me. All right. All right, Kirby, let's go to the WTF section. Why don't you lead us off? Your first what the F was that? Um, all right, I'm going to go with the M&Ms from Maya Rudolph. Um, and so, you know, I, th yeah. both you and I were perplexed, gobsmacked when the whole yeah. announcement came out. Now we know that it was a tie in to like announce this, like the Super Bowl ad. That was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. A terrible payoff. Uh, yeah. like, and now they're putting like, the idea that it's clams and okay, we're going to go back. Like, that was dumb. I, I hated yeah. that with all of my soul. I, I hated it too. And I, I when I was watching it, I was like, who approved this? Yeah. Who I want to be in that room when someone says, why don't we pretend we're gonna put clams in MMs? I'm sorry, it made no sense to me. It was dumb. I thought my Rudolph did a fine job trying to pull it off, but she looked like she was in pain having to do it. Yeah. I thought it was terrible. That was absolutely on my WTF list. My number one, though, on my WTF list. That fan duel kick of destiny with yeah, totally, Rob Gronkowski. Totally is on mine. Yep. So the idea is that if Rob Gronkowski supposed to hit, it was supposed to be live, was going to attempt a field goal. He had a, a, a former kicker as his coach. And if he kicked a, I don't know, 20 yard field goal, I don't know what it was. It's called 25 yards. It doesn't matter. That if he made this field goal, that $10 million in free bets was going to be given to fan duel account holders. That, it did not look live. I, I absolutely, in my soul, believe it was not live. I've watched the kick three times. I still think he made it. It looked like he made it from my angle. And number three, it just looked staged. It just didn't make sense. There was no context to it. I It was awful from every flipping angle. That uh, was totally on my list. And then it was, it was actually quick, right? Like, yeah, so, it was like, like 15 seconds. And so then you're like, it, what just happened? happened? Yeah. And so, no, that one was really dumb. And tie into the fact that Ohio just passed like a week or two ago that you yeah. can bet, like all the gambling is now legal here. So we yeah. have been inundated with sure. gambling ads for the last like month. 
Like it is yeah. I, when I say inundated, it is every other commercial, and I'm sure. not joking between different things. So I'm just like, like a, it was a dumb ad, and b, I am so over it. If you haven't started betting yet in Ohio, yeah. I, you're not gonna do it. So just right, uh, stop it. All right, um, I'll just throw this out there. Uh, I did. And so my what WTF, I almost said it. Uh, WTF yeah. was uh, the Remy Martin ad. Again, I, it had nothing to do with the product, nothing to do. Yeah. You, you you said it so eloquently. I was just like, I thought Serena Williams did a really nice job. And I think if, well, no, I, I think if, if for that right. speech, if you then say, hey, it's a Salesforce ad, it's a, it is some sort of brand that yeah. is aspirational, then you go, okay, I at least get that there's like a pep talk or whatever. But it, there was nothing about that that made any sense to me. Yeah, and so I and I obviously I agree with you. I'm gonna go with uh, another WTF: the GM and Netflix mashup with the uh, electric vehicles ad. So GM and Netflix are trying to get promote electric vehicles and all their shows. It was the Will Ferrell Will ad. Will Ferrell, okay. Where he was in all the different movies. I love Will Ferrell. I think he's funny. I, I, there's very little that guy can do wrong that was one of them I, yep. I didn't get it it made no sense and i so the point is that netflix in their shows is now going to be highlighting electric vehicles um great awesome <laughs> seems like a real waste of your money on yeah. that ad yeah it's so really i dumb. would say i i thought that i i actually again when will ferrell was on the screen i think it's funny so i mm-hmm. i enjoyed just the entertainment purposes but the wtf part of it was yeah. what's this ad for um, and so, yes, I'm, I, I was with you on that one. Okay. Um, and then real quickly, there was a, an ad for VMS um, that was like a health ad toward the beginning of the Super Bowl. Um, Don't talking remember. about some sort of uh, women's health issue that had to do with menopause. Um, okay. and so oh, I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I get hate mail, like I was sitting in a room full of women and they all were like, WTF was that. Um, this yeah. it was like I, I assume it was supposed to be educational to say that they could go to find resources and that's fine. It was just yeah. weird. Actually, one of the like my daughter has seen other ads by the same company and she's like, they're generally pretty interesting and and mm-hmm. like informative. That was weird, and so that was my yeah. final one. Uh, the last one I will talk about in the WTF section was the Michelob Ultra Caddyshack reboot. No argument. Um, there. <laughs> um, I cannot imagine the amount of money Anheuser-Busch spent on that. You had so many stars. You had so many uh, well-known names there. It was, like, again, another minute-long commercial, so you're talking double this commercial time. It does, did not make me want to drink beer. It did not make me want to think about beer. It did nothing for me. It didn't even really entertain me. And the fact that a spare Tony Romo was in it just put an exclamation point on the spareness that was. So I, I just was like, okay, oh, that, Okay. I mean, are we that are we that void of creative original ideas that we've got to just basically recreate commercial or recreate movies? I guess so. Um, so well, but, yeah, that was a what what the hell? And by the way, I'm with you on that one. Um, and that's the second time we mentioned the clueless act. If like, yeah. okay, yeah, sure. If you are uh an older white guy like us, then we're like, Oh yeah, it's caddy yeah. shop, that's what it is. A huge audience didn't know what the hell that was about. No. Like, so like, like there was just no time. Yeah. That one was one that I didn't get either. So overall Super Bowl grades for ads, I'm going to give it a C plus this year. I thought, you know, the shock of 
celebrity endorsements is gone. Celebrities have no problem doing it. And, and that's great. Remember, yeah. remember back 20 years ago, the only time you'd see a celebrity was on an ad was if you went to YouTube and you saw like a Japanese ad for something, you know, there and Tom Cruise would be doing it or Brad Pitt. Now they're every, you know, stars are everywhere. I say C plus and that's being generous. Yeah, I'm with you. I Before we started recording, I said that it was really easy for me to come up with bad and WTF. I struggled yeah. to come up with the ones that were good. Um, yeah. And again, what I like about this conversation is it just shows that you know, sometimes, though we tended to agree on the WTF, yeah. the good ones, I think, are going to land differently. It's art. It's subjective. So that part's fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think the, the C plus feels right. All right, Kirby, let's move on to something a little more promotional products focused. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Promotional Products Education Foundation. So a little transparency here, as Kirby might say, Kirby and I are both trustees for the Promotional Products Education Foundation. We're on the board. And so we are uh, volunteering our time because I think we both feel this is a really important initiative. So for those of you not familiar, the PPEF is awarding $320,000 this year in scholarships. And they're broken down like this. Uh, $9,000 four-year college college scholarship over four years. So 9,000 divided by four. And that's a merit, that's a need-based scholarship. That's a need-based scholarship. A $5,000 four-year college scholarship, that's merit-based. A $5,500 chairman scholarship for college juniors for their junior and senior year. $2,250 one-year college or trade school scholarship. And it's a big change recently. And Kirby and I are big, big fans of this. I don't want to speak for them, but I know we're big fans of this because we've talked about it on the podcast that you can take that money and go to a trade school, whether it's you know, an apprenticeship in plumbing or construction or things like that. It's important that we 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 fund those initiatives. And then a uh, 1250 one-year college or trade school scholarship, which is merit-based, that 2250 one-year one is a need-based, so need-based, merit-based. So again, we're both trustees. I know I did want to touch on this again, though. I think you and I are so happy that A, people donate and this money is given out to, to college kids, but also, and just as importantly, kids not going to college, they're going to a community college or they're going to a trade school. And I think that's a really important thing that's changed over the last couple of years. I'm not sure everybody's aware of that. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the big things is, I, you know, I talk about this a lot, that people paved the way for us yep. to get where we are. And I think it's yep. important to, for us to, if we want to have a, uh, a healthy a, uh, industry that we need to continue to invest in future generations. And so yep. a, it's so exciting that people are continuing to donate and I feel like that's going up. And then um, that we are investing in this way. And it, I can't think of a better way to invest than to invest in our future. Absolutely. No, it's important to give back. Everybody's, you know, Kirby said it so eloquently. People have helped us. It's important to when you get closer to the top, you make sure to send that elevator back down to help other people. And that's what we're talking about here. So the deadline to apply is March 15th, the Ides of March at midnight central time or 1159 technically. So you have all day March 15th to bid in your application. So if you have a child or of someone in, in, you know, who's in that age group that's, that's related to you, please let them know about these scholarships. You can find out more information at PP 
ef.us slash college hyphen scholarships. And that's where you find all the applications and you fill those out. And I think it's one of the, you know, one of the really fun days of the year is when those scholarships are handed out and, and people get those notifications. So really, really. I just wanted to touch on that. I want to touch yeah. on that. Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah, let's do a quick one. And you were not expecting this, so I apologize. Um, but you're wearing a Promocations t-shirt. Um, and honestly, I know that that, that 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 is bearing down on us. I just want an update, man. Like, how are things going? What's 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 What are you guys working on? Are you feel like you're ready? What's going on? Yeah, so we are. Uh, so yeah, we're we're ten weeks away from sailing of promo cruise number one. We'll be announcing in the next week or so. Uh, promo cruise number two. We're going to open up registration for that. People want to sign up for that. It's going to be November fourth through the ninth. So I'll give you a little sneak peek there, but we'll tell you a little bit more about that. Um, but right now we are uh, right now getting filling it, getting manifests filled out for Royal Caribbean. We're making sure we have everybody's information. We have everything ready to go. Uh, the hotel is booked for everybody because that's included in, in the uh, event. On Sunday before we sail, we've got the Tiki Barn Restaurant rented out uh, that night again part of the deal and then we are ready to cruise on a monday april the 24th i know you and amy will be on there uh sandy and i will be on there obviously and we've got a great group of people we're going to have almost 60 people on this cruise so we're really really excited about it we've got great suppliers we've got great distributors and it's going to be one heck of an opportunity for people to really bond and network in a different environment. Yeah, we're going to have the one-on-one -on -one meetings because that's important. But we're going to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to really spend quality time with each other. We're going to do round robins at dinner. We're going to make sure that there's collisions and pop-up events here and there. So here's what we're working on right now. J Josh and I meet every Thursday now, sometimes for an hour, sometimes for three hours, but we're just <laughs> making sure we're getting everything done. Um, I am in the middle of building an app. That's right. I am building an app for Promo Cruise that we will enable us to uh, do push notifications. We'll have everybody schedule, have pictures of everybody in who's going on the cruise so you can recognize people. And then the ability to do push notifications for pop-up events. Hey, we're all meeting in this bar before dinner. Hey, we're doing stuff like this. And hey, after you're done with your excursion on Nassau, meet us over here. So that's one of the things I'm working on. You're going to see a huge social media push from us in the next couple of weeks. Uh, just sharing who's all going. Right, we're gonna build some FOMO. You, you know, we're 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 sold out. So we're gonna build some FOMO. So hopefully that will uh, people in the uh, in the promo cruise number two, and then we're about to make an announcement also on promo queue, which will be here in Nashville on uh, June the thirtieth. So we we are, it, it is definitely a second full time job, but it's one <laughs> that we both love. So things are rocking and rolling. That's for sure. That's cool. I'm I'm so excited. I know I just dropped it on you. No, it's, totally it's okay. Clear. We didn't know I was going to bring that up, but the app thing—that's really interesting. We're gonna at we'll some point. I want to dig into on that. I want to dig in on that because I want to see how how you're doing it. Whether we do this on the podcast or just personally, yeah. I, that's really interesting to me. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I'm figuring out how to do it on my own. I mean, it, it's it's interesting, um, and it's it's pretty plug and play. It's pretty cool, but. Uh, we're, 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 um, my goal is what's today, the 16th. My goal is to be done with it by the 20th, which is uh, Monday. And then we're going to test it out before we release it into both Apple and Google play. So that's cool. 
That's cool. Yeah. Fun, well, I fun stuff, man. I love what you're doing. And so I just wanted to like, I, that, that's literally been on my list for like the last two or three yeah. weeks. I just want to see how things are going. So that's cool. Things are going, no, things are going great. In fact, tomorrow, Friday, when this drops, this podcast drops, we have a webinar with our supplier uh, sponsors kind of going over a few things. And we're going to be having one in about a week and a half. You'll be part of that one with for the distributors who are attending as well, what to expect and what the expectations are and all those things. Yeah. So good stuff. All right. Last thing, because we're running a little long, I think, uh, I, I don't know how to bring this up. I'm just going to bring it up the passing yesterday of Steve Friedman. Um, I don't think you knew Steve all that well, if at all, um, just because of the timing. When you came to the Halo Lee Wayne model, I think Steve had already gone. Steve I, Friedman. I knew um, who he was because he was. Okay. Yeah, it was. We, we overlapped, but I didn't know him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Steve Friedman, if you don't know, passed away yesterday at the age of uh, 58 from pancreatic cancer. Uh, so yesterday would have been uh, February 15th. I didn't know he was sick. I knew Steve when I started at Halo. Uh, briefly, I was in New York, and he was in New York a lot because his main business was uh, working with promotion products for what was then the Guinness Bass Import Company. It became Diageo. That's what people would know it now. Um, and I went on a few calls with him. He would come to our office occasionally and I was new to the industry and he was four years, five years older than me. And so not, not much of an age difference, but absolutely took time to help me understand what he was doing. Um, and when I got to Halo, you have to understand there are a lot of egos at Halo. It's kind of what I got to Halo eight months before the bankruptcy and those egos kind of imploded that organization. Steve was not one of those ego guys. Actually, he was number two at Halo in sales. There was someone else who was number one. And I'm not going to get into the name there, but that person was absolutely a megalomaniac from an ego perspective and, and certainly wanted to be treated as such. Steve was not that guy. Uh, he went on to found Tangerine. He, he left Halo after uh, a couple years after the bankruptcy. Founded Tangerine, built that up into a four, a top ASI top forty distributorship, and sold it to Bamco and worked at Bamco. I mean, this guy, he was very quiet. He didn't love the spotlight, so a lot of people were like, "Steve Friedman, I know that name." Right? Didn't 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 the love the spot. Yeah, didn't love the spotlight so much. But I will tell you, one of the few people who I always thought of as looking at promotional products very differently and very much as a marketing vehicle. This is 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when everybody was just happy slapping a logo on stuff. And he was very much of challenging that status quo of no, what can this do to propel a marketing campaign forward? Um, so so I, I don't know what else to, to say here uh, other than that, uh, you know, very sorry for his, for the loss for his family, um, and honestly, it's really, it's really a loss for the industry as well. Cool. Well said, my friend. I appreciate you. Saying yeah. So I think we'll close on that. Hey, and I hate to bring it down and try to bring it back up, but if you are a distributor and you aspire to be like Steve Friedman and grow your business and your marketing isn't working, we have a solution for you. Head over to promopulse.io slash AMP. AMP is a full turnkey marketing vehicle that will help you communicate directly to your target audience. You set it, forget it. 
in five minutes and you can't do better than that. So again, you want to do, do something to really amp up your marketing, head over to promopulse.io slash amp. You're not going to be sorry you did Kirby. Thank you again for uh, you displaying such courage uh, <laughs> as you, as you battle the COVIDs or whatever you have. Um, <laughs> have nope. you taken a COVID test? Yep. Yep. I'm good. Okay. All right. yep. So as you battle the non COVIDs, uh, we hope you feel better, and we'll see you next week. See you, buddy. That's right.